0: thing we have to fear is fear itself my balls are my balls my my after this there's no turning back right. you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes mm-hmm. A-
1: and welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Big Country. Yeah. As always, on the either end of the way.
2: It's me, boy. And
3: Chris. That's
1: right. We've got all three of us here tonight. We didn't have a show last week that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I was, I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were all busy enjoying, our, enjoying the family. Holiday's getting crazy. It's getting busy. Um, so sorry about that. But. The week prior to that, I did release all three of Garrick's episodes combined, and I cut out all the intros, so it just yeah. bleeds one after another. Dude, it's almost seven hours.
2: Yeah, I had a co-worker. He was like, what the fuck? Because I got him listening to Gordo's Pizzagate episode, right? And then he's like, well, you tried to beat his time? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you guys have a seven-hour episode. I said, we've never recorded for that long. No, 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 no. no, no and I was like, here's what happened. There's three episodes. We bind them. He's like, yeah. "Oh," but it's
3: really good to listen to all of all, all those episodes back to back to back. Anyway, yeah, kind um, of have to because they all kind of run together, and there's so much there's so much knowledge and and what Garrick was putting out there. You know, you almost you listen to the first episode, and your mind's like exploding, and you're like, "Oh my god!" You got to re listen to it to catch all the little subtle details. So putting it all together is just something to help you guys out and get all that data that he's dumping and lot. downloading into us. It's
1: too it's much. chilly. It's, it's silly, so yeah. yeah. A lot of people were like, "Dude, I'm, I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked, dude." I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> it's fine. You're just a code of the matrix. It's
2: all yeah.
3: Good. It's okay. It's all fake, dude. That's <laughs> how I. That's how I was when I when we were doing the episode. Like, I was like, oh my god, unplug me. I I just want to go back. I just <laughs> let me have the steak. <laughs> Not, <honey>. like this. <laughs> Not like this. Not like
4: this.
1: Yeah, that would be actually the kind of the, the coolest way to go out if you think about it."
3: You like know? in the matrix? Yeah. Just getting unplugged. Like
1: all of a sudden just numbers start flying in front of your eyeballs. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, yeah. That'd be pretty dude. Wild. Fuck. That'd mm. be pretty wild. I don't know. I don't want to. Well, anyways, um
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll uh... leave that with you and uh, <laughs> let's move on.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I want to say always thank you so much for supporting the show. You guys have gotten us this far. The show's getting huh, it's getting silly big. it's getting it's getting like mandingo ish big yeah hell yeah so so we got some special guests coming on the show um this week coming into season five which is after the first of the year we do a season of years what we basically call it um some big name guests are coming on the show have some fun conversations so not everything's gonna be so dark and dim you know all the time because you gotta lighten it up i hope not but um (laughs) anyways here to talk about the apocalypse um, oh, <laughs> survival <laughs> prepping my man mr wild bill let's bring him in guys hey hey bill is in the house what's hey. going on dude
0: oh pretty good how are y'all
2: hanging in there man doing the best i
3: can just surviving one day at a time that's all we do one when,
2: when
0: foot in front that's of the best way to start
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but after like what bill is going to talk about i'm like i'm there's no i'm like Cause I, I would always think that I would make at least like season six of the walking dead if it started, you know, but like, yeah. look at Bill's wall. I'm like, Oh, I'll make two days, probably three days. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're my own foot.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we make I think I could make a solid year. That's that's about it. Solid, solid season, solid year. I make a season. One season? Yeah, I think I'd be the. I think I'd be the big name guy that gets killed off at the end of the season. Oh, the big name. They're guy. like the unexpected death. They're like the <laughs> one guy that's gonna. You're like, oh, that guy's gonna make it forever. Chris died of dysentery. <laughs> Fuck.
1: The yeah. least, the least regular host is the big name character in The Walking Dead when it goes live. Hey, I
2: am, hey. I am the one
3: that R. makes R. this to T Dog. Do.
0: Yeah, it's the yeah. yeah, hero of the group. Yeah.
3: Thank you. I'm T-Dog. That's what it is. No, You're the black guy's T-Dog. Ke-
0: he kept to himself. <laughs> no, he I don't did what be he tea- was told. <laughs> he realized his limitations. And then yes. he doesn't pay attention one time and he gets bitten in the arm and dies. <sighs> Damn it. I
2: don't want to be T-Dog, dude. Okay. You how get- dare No, how dare big country say I get to be T-Dog. Why does
3: I'm he alive? automatically get labeled
0: T-Dog just because of the yeah, color dude. of his skin?
3: Hey, I'm
2: oh. also half white, dude. I could be fucking Rick Grimes if I want. All right. Aren't they supposed to right. do a
0: spinoff show? And, until I see a Colt yeah. Python in the background, you ain't pulling. Rick Grimes, <laughs> yeah, but he's. Yeah. I'm also
2: not as much of a bitch as Rick Grimes, so.
0: <laughs> Carl, I, Carl, <laughs> you can. I, I haven't even been able to watch the entire Walking Dead because, mm-hmm. like, as soon as you see him go beta cuck when Negan comes out, it's like I'm, I'm done. I, I can't watch it.
2: Me. Hey, he redeems himself. Got to get to that season. That's where I stopped too. So we're on. The that's side. why
1: they had to give him his own show because they're mm-hmm. doing a spinoff with, um, with him. Because they didn't, they never found his body. You know, yeah. like he, wa- he went down. Spoiler: I don't want.
2: I don't want to spoil it. Because yeah. hey, I'm, I'm all cut up. Didn't you just hear us say that we didn't make it past a certain point in the season?
1: Why are you upset? You stopped watching.
2: No, I was just letting it build up, dude. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways,
0: I was like, you can spoil it for me because I. Don't like it. <laughs> um.
1: So what do you want, Wild Bill, or do you want Sparky? Uh, Sparky Joker is your handle, but...
0: Yeah, so... Really, whichever. uh, The reason I put Sparky is my YouTube channel that me and my buddy did. I went by Sparky, but... I've kind of lowered it down one. I, I don't have the time or at all to deal with the trolls of the internet. And Preach. Yeah. And you got
1: called called a terrorist, didn't you? You showed me that. Oh,
0: that's like every video. I get called a domestic terrorist. I get called, uh, basically a land whale, told I'm not gonna survive. (laughs) And I get told that I need to be more active because you know, like the 15 miles and 28 flights of stairs I walk every day is not enough. (laughs) I mean, it's It's just, dude, it's not. too many people have gone through life without having to worry about getting punched in the face. One it, it reminds me of that meme where you have that nerdy kid who's all of like two foot six, going, <laughs> "I'll fuck you up, bitch." I'll yeah. Fuck you up. And then you see the guy seven foot five, and it's like, "Yeah, this is the moment Timmy realized he's not on the internet anymore." Mm-hmm. Yep,
2: hundred percent.
0: And I, I did the channel for fun. I I noticed. All the YouTube channels, if you type in shit hits a fan or any prepping, whatever, it's a bunch of derp is what it is. You look Mm. at it and like one of the ones I saw and it's like, why every prepper needs a Mosin the Gaunt? And I'm like, this ain't Stalingrad. (laughs) We have better technology. (laughs) I'm not going to fight the Third Reich with five rounds to my name. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and a spike bayonet. yeah so, they had
1: the pretty good runs
0: <laughs> yeah but no i yeah, I, the yeah I hear same I thing hear everything I hear for even that your ammunition's imported yeah why would i rely on something that i have to get from a foreign country yeah. it's a fan do you really think people are going to be like here's some hundred year old ammunition <laughs>
2: Sure, that's there's enough. one guy out there yeah. that's got a case. You know, it's a questionable.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, we just relieve the Merchant of Death. We're gonna need him when everything collapses. I
3: know, right? Yeah. Well, if he's uh, if he's back in business, maybe he'll send us some uh, black you, market stuff. No, we're, he's we're back in it. business.
0: Yeah, preferably we just, better we, than Mosenagons. I'll be a little upset if that's all we're getting.
3: <laughs> we yeah. we we
2: set up the business for him with all the weapons that we sent to fucking Ukraine and, and left in Afghanistan, we set his store up for him. He's just
0: in his cart right now. Yeah, dude. Hey,
2: Someone on the dude. Silk Road three fucking yep. <laughs> buying M wraps and shit.
0: We can all agree that the Lord of war two featuring Nicholas Cage is going to be better than it ever was. Yeah. <laughs> that was an
1: entertaining movie. I liked it. that. That's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, man, I wanted to have you on to talk about what you talk about on your show and, and your channel and what you're bringing to the podcast, because the amount of knowledge that you accumulate just as like a regular guy like us. I'm like, this dude is nuts. And there's a reason we call you that. But, <laughs> um, and I wanted to kind of bring that to the people who listen to our show as well, because as much as I'd like to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm prepared for something goes to happen. Like, yeah, I kind of man. Like, I have a month's supply of food. I have weapons, I have ammunition, I have a go bag, but like I don't even prepare mentally for what that would look like if it really happened. And I think when we first started the show, we did a fun kind of apocalypse episode with Dirty Rowo still on the show and we were just kind of spitballing ideas. We had I mean, you know, zombies happen or what power goes out, whatever, you know, you stay in the city, you leave the city. And um Not to say that I think that's in the the near future. I think it's coming when, Mm. I don't know, who knows. Um, But it's always better to be prepared than to be less fortunate. So I kind of wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about your knowledge with that and um, paint us a scenario of what you think could happen and how would you be prepared for something like that?
0: So to start (laughs) off with, The big thing, and most people seem to put it off, is you need to start building relationships with people for groups. Find like-minded individuals. They may not have to be all the way on the deep end of prepping, but at least kind of somewhat in that mindset. Mm -hmm. And start building those relationships now, because once whatever does happen, happens, You can't trust anybody. There's a phrase that's been used military for a long time. It's called trust but verify. Mm -hmm. So, looking back, I consider myself kind of a student of history. I was reading books on like Vietnam and all back in like third grade. Hell yeah. And you can't directly tie everything itself to it today, because there's a lot of things that are not going to, we have more technology nowadays, the United States outside of a few areas is not jungle. You don't have triple canopy jungle. You don't have all the resources to build tunnels underground. Like the Vietnamese did. Mm -hmm. You don't have the massive amounts of slave labor that communism always seems to bring, (laughs) but There's a lot of lessons you can bring. Mm -hmm. And like I would mentioned before, before we started recording, the book that really kind of started it all for me is SOG by John Plaster. So SOG, or the Studies and Observations Group, small (laughs) recon teams going into Laos and Cambodia during the Vietnam War to document the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Because... Why bring supplies through a trail that can be bombed by the United States when you can just skirt it in countries the United States can't be in? Mm -hmm. You're exporting slave labor and committing genocide. Do you really care what the United Nations or Cambodia says, for that matter? No, you're just going to bring your shit across. Right. Well, we couldn't find all of those supply lines, so we sent recon teams in. And there's a lot that they came across that they learned in blood that can be learned today. One (laughs) of the big ones is we're a fragrance-based society. Mm -hmm. And as society collapses, whatever you want to call it, civil unrest. I know big country here doesn't believe in nukes, but (laughs) I want to say it's like a 30-kiloton warhead detonated 300 miles above the United States center of the US, Kansas of course would encompass Fuck. the entire United <laughs> States.
2: God, damn. And
0: knock the power grid out like that. Done. Toast. So oh, after wow. that you would have a lot of your small electronics would most likely survive unless they are like turned on, powered on when it hits. Mm-hmm. But you buy a Faraday bags, you can get them all or even have them in cases, whatever, to shut off batteries out of them. They'll probably survive, yeah. but you have to worry about the two-legged variety.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: What happens when all your debit cards, your credit cards, EBT, all that is gone,
3: mm-hmm. all
0: digital currency, just gone. You will have people immediately going out and starting to loot and riot mm-hmm. and all that. Well, law enforcement is not going to be able to contain it or won't contain it, as we saw during 2020 in like Minneapolis and Kenosha, Wisconsin, and all these others. They believe in containment. They're not mm-hmm. gonna actively go in and stop it, but they're gonna kind of set up and try to keep it set. If, well, if, those
3: it's a n of- it's a numbers game for the for law enforcement because yes. they don't have the numbers to match the size of a civil unrest, no matter what you do, to contain something like that is the best thing that they can do is sit on the outside and just try not to let it expand outside the scope of of what's going on. They're gonna sit back, set up posts, and they're gonna like, okay, it's in this area and we're just gonna kind of monitor it and make sure that doesn't overflow to everything. And even then they're gonna get overwhelmed eventually no matter what and get pushed out. They just don't have the the manpower, the firepower to to contain something like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my small town, I live 1800 people we only have like five officers well the bigger cities (laughs) are going to need all the help they can get well Mm -hmm. we may have one or two officers and then the others are going into kansas city whatever to try to help contain up there Mm -hmm. well you're gonna have these fires popping up everywhere yeah and at that point what do you do
2: it's it's safe to say that obviously the most populated and metropolitan areas are going to be hit the hardest right um <clears throat> it's it's kind of weird like there's been a push in the past i don't know 10 years to just jam as many fucking condos and townhomes into cities as they can and fill them up with as many people as they can and that shit really scares me in case something does fucking pop off you know
0: yes absolutely yeah, yeah. and you can look at it is yeah you're going to have all that looting but mm-hmm. You're, you're going to have collateral damage inside yeah. those zones. People are going to want to get out and they're not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. So then you have a powder keg, essentially, yeah. and sparks are being thrown. Mm-hmm. And we've already seen some with the Kenosha kid, mm-hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse. Whether you agree with him going out there or not, the point is he had a constitutional right to do so. Mm-hmm. And it ended tragically for people well that's just one case yeah you now take an entire city and reports that all major cities are having it now all digital currencies gone so debit credit cards crypto whatever is just gone most places going to be out of power mm-hmm the united states we have pretty harsh <laughs> weather depending summer or winter you're now going to have tensions flaring and it'll mm-hmm. be massive and depending on what scope that civil unrest has started from it may never come back
4: yeah 100%
1: well you know uh, in that episode that we did about the apocalypse we talked a little bit about uh, what happened in san diego when the power did go out And we witnessed it firsthand. People lost their mind and the power was only out for like eight hours or something like that.
2: I think it was 10 hours, 10 hours total. I I mean, I I got into it with a guy over a fucking a bag of ice,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: you know? And, and we saw people looting stores freaking out because they didn't have their cars filled up with gas. They didn't have generators. They didn't have grills to cook. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was
1: it was fucking wild. Well, it reminded me too. I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but at the time I was working at a grocery store, so I saw the the craziness in the store. We had to close the store because the manager was like, It's unsafe. Yeah. Well, I was living in an apartment in Oceanside with two of my buddies from high school and we had a barbecue at the time, but we were out of propane. And we had all this meat and stuff in the fridge. And we had no clue what was going on, right? Because the reports of the media was like, fucking Armageddon. Yeah. You know? So they came by and they they um, swapped out a propane tank. They paid cash. They swapped it out. And people were standing in line to get it in the store. And they were kind of looking at my buddies like, what the fuck? Like, why is this guy getting it? Like, <laughs> And I didn't even think about, like, at the time, the position that I'm putting them in. Yeah, when they see someone loading a propane tank into their car and they were like cutting the line maybe or whatever, you know, Yeah. and then they start driving. It's like uh, that scene from War of the Worlds mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise when they're driving in the car and everybody wants in the car. They're like, yeah, on, you could fit 10 people 20 people in that car. And then he gets held up at gunpoint. And then that guy that gets held up at gunpoint gets shot by the guy that gets like yeah. that's very easily a possibility that would happen when people yeah. lose it you know yeah
3: yeah it seems like it's almost better and if something like that a mass you know if we do go with the nuclear bomb theory it almost would be better to get away from the big cities to get to a more rural area that way you're a lot further away from the two-legged people that are going to cause you the issues that are going to be freaking out when they're not prepared if you get to a a spot that's a little bit further away from the city if you're localized with a, a group of people um that you're comfortable with, that have you have vetted. Uh, there's potential that there's a lot more safety in that type of situation than trying to scramble and fight amongst each other for the supplies that are going to and uh, run out. Because with the looting, you know, people are going to be rushing these stores. They're going to be grabbing the basics, grabbing food and and all that. It's not like that's another trucks going to come and load it back up full. I mean that the supply chain is going to be shut down at that point. Uh, and there's not going to be uh, the grocery store is not going to be restocked at any point. Once it runs out, it's gone and, and it's gone. And then that's when it gets really bad and the violence will really happen. Because if you have it, someone's going to try to take it. And then you're going to try to not let them take it. And then that's when, you know, the casualties happen between each other.
2: Yeah. Like uh, Bearded Black Cowboy said, be nice to everybody, but be willing to kill everybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> General Mattis said yeah. that too. Yeah. When he. I'm sure he quoted that- him. Yeah, when General Mattis sent his Marines down to go into Fallujah for the first time, Mm -hmm. he told them, Be kind, be courteous, but have a plan to kill everyone you meet. Yeah. Because they sent all the civilians out. So, under rules of engagement, the only people left being ma'ams, military age males. Guess what? Your target. It's a free fire zone now. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't want to just treat everyone as a threat. It, right. it is a casualty of war, but at the same point, you don't want to just blindly start shooting.
4: Yeah. But they were right.
0: going door to door, kicking doors, trying to clear out Fallujah. And yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> to redirect from Chris, he talked about leaving the city and all into the mm. rural communities. Here's the problem with that. The rural communities, one, for the most part, are pretty tight knit. Mm -hmm. And two, there's a lot more that goes into rural communities than people kind of grasp. I've actually had like girlfriends and all that I've brought home because I live out in the country Mm -hmm. and they can't take the darkness. Uh. When it gets, when it gets dark, it gets dark. Yeah. When it gets quiet, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. And some people can't handle that level of quiet. Right. And also, you now have to worry about scavenging. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys know what poison ivy, poison oak, poison sumac look like? Mm-hmm. And no, that changes for area. Yeah. Uh, you guys in one of your episodes had talked about a tree I guess you guys have out there that has thorns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we, I laughed because we have black locust trees Mm -hmm. and I sent big country, a picture of that. And he's like, what in God's green earth is that? (laughs) Because I mean, you have these needles that are a good three inches, four inches long sometimes. And those red tractor tires and all that. Damn. You all, also, rural communities, you are now opening yourself up to taking fire, right, like outside of my house, I have about two miles of visibility mm-hmm. you can't fight that, yeah, especially in an area you don't know
2: exactly, yep,
0: all of us <clears throat> me and my buddies and all and the guys in my group, we grew up here mm-hmm. we we know these back roads like back of our hands, yeah. So it, yeah, a lot of people think just, I'm going to go out into the woods or I'm going to go into the mountains or whatever, mm-hmm. but they've never been in that to start with.
4: Exactly. Yep.
0: I mean, me, I'm, I'm a good old country boy and grew up out in the country most of my life, but you can bet I'm not going to go into the Pacific Wet Northwest and go into the mountains right? because I've never <laughs> climbed mountains. I don't mess with bears. I don't mess with wolves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck no, all that.
0: Ab- absolutely not. That's a, <laughs> that's a good way to end up dead.
1: Yeah. 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 Not, I mean, not to mention like if you, if you look at uh, the Eastern part of, of the United States, like the Appalachian, like that's their own, like that should
0: just be their own like race of people.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And, I and a I...
0: co-worker that was from the Appalachians and he said, there's parks like sand mountain in Tennessee that law enforcement mm. doesn't even go. Yep, they just <clears> they <throat> yeah. let that mountain govern itself. If if yeah. you're not kin, you don't go on that mountain. Yep, that's crazy to think. People disappear all the time in those mountains, and mm-hmm. like, now what happened? Well, we last saw it going up Sand Mountain. Went, well, he's gone. Yeah, he's and fucking light him off. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> yeah.
1: someone. He's, he's the hills have eyes too. No, uh, no, exactly. So now with that kind of an intro to that. Uh, What now? What would you say? What's a good starting point, right? You said you you get a group of people that are like-minded that have some similar ideas. I mean, do you start with water? Do you start with food? Would you start with guns, ammunition, roadmaps, flashlights, batteries? You know, what do you? What's the what's the first necessity that as an individual, if I'm starting out, because you don't have to get crazy with it, but what would I? What would be the first thing I should really worry about?
0: So. Generally, what I tell people, once you make that group, your first thing needs to be a carbine, whether depending on your area, usually the AR-15 is king. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be of high quality. No, it Mm -hmm. doesn't need to be a 3500 Knights Armament or something, but like a BCM. I mean, Mm -hmm. a BCM with an arrow lower, you're looking at about $1,200. And that thing, I mean, Pat Rogers, before he passed, had a BCM that he called the Filthy 14. (laughs) He ran 14,000 rounds through it without cleaning it. The only thing he did was spray lubricant in it when it needed. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that thing ran. He got upset because he sent it back to BCM to do stuff, being looked at, whatever, and they cleaned it on him, <laughs> and he he was up because over. he had over forty thousand rounds through this thing. God damn! Without cleaning it, just spraying lubricant when it needed it. <laughs> I I guarantee you're not going to get that out of a Palmetto State Armory, a Delton, mm-hmm. any of these others. The the barrel lifes can't even match it. Yeah, little less all your other parts. So a high quality rifle, you don't have to go the most Gucci, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, these ones behind me, for the most part, are not any frills or thrills. Yeah. I mean, this one that's painted tan right below me in the mm-hmm. center, I've dubbed it the Black Hawk Down. It's based <laughs> off. It's based off the Colt Seven Twenty Three the Delta force carried into Somalia, Mm -hmm. but I threw a a modern flashlight on it and a modern aim point. Yeah. Total. I think I'm under two grand for the whole gun set up with top of the line optic and flashlight. Okay. And it'll absolutely run (laughs) better than a lot of these you see on the market. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to be super high end, but they need to be able to survive what you need it for right and i've made this moment before because i had people tell me oh my utg optic or true glow or whatever chinesium amazon product you found (laughs) at a gun show yeah and i've told people bring your gun to me i will go up on the roof of my house with this car 15 And I will grab it by the barrel, and I will yeet it as hard as I can (laughs) off the roof. And then I will do the same to theirs, and we will see which survives. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet on that.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's, it's just like any tool. Yeah, it's just like any tool. It's got to be quality, you know. Uh, I'm a mechanic by trade, and I don't go, you know, tool shopping at Harbor Freight a whole lot. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's got to hold up to the task for sure.
0: You owe your soul to the Snap On guy.
2: Oh, you know it, man. Actually, he's coming by tomorrow. So
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. we had a guy he worked for Snap On. We call him Snappy. I used to yeah. wake up with him in the morning. <laughs> he's Goodbye. not retired,
2: living on an island somewhere.
0: Right <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> well, you know that's
1: a really good point because it's um it's something that I really haven't thought about because this might sound stupid, but so far, my firearm purchases have been like, damn, that looks fucking cool
4: <laughs>
1: right I mean I have a I have a daily carry that that I actually feels really nice. I like Springfield. I've shot it numerous times. I like mm. it. Um, you know uh, my calm down, calm down, relax, relax. I think everyone <laughs> in this room differs on the variation of of daily oh, yeah. carry.
3: Chris Chris uh, is a diva.
1: <laughs> Chris, you have a sig, right?
3: I have two different SIGs and then I have a XDS that I carry for like concealed carry. And then you but might as well nope. throw that
0: XDS at some point. Hey, <laughs> all it is,
3: all it is, is a, uh, how you doing real quick and get out of there yep. just to end the situation. It's a, yep. it's a little, uh, little 45. A simple get off me gun.
0: It is. That's all. And that's get what it
3: is. And you know, I'm not carrying that. Uh, if I was going to, if the shit hit the fan and I was, I'd be carrying my normal, uh P320 that I like that I shoot hundreds of times a month, you know, that I'm super comfortable with and drawing out out of my holster. Um and I have supreme confidence that when I pull it, it's gonna be fired and it's gonna fire and not have any malfunctions and it's gonna get the job done, you know, for for what I need. So
0: absolutely is that your issued firearm?
3: No, that's not. I, I from for we carry uh MMPs uh, for my issued duty weapon um, it's, See, it's a 40 my, my cousin Those are nice.
0: is actually the police chief for newington new hampshire where mm-hmm. the sig 320 is made yeah mm. Mm.
3: so we, we had uh we had a contract that we were doing for our, our my agency for cops plus and they had got a bid and we loved them we the guys shot them and loved them um, they had them in a fade, which would have looked sweet with our gear. You know, our uniforms being the color they are anyway. So uh, we loved them. And then they went with the Smith and Wesson because they're in bed with Smith and Wesson. So. Somebody
1: grease it with pockets. Uh,
0: Sorry, I've, I've had Smith and Wesson M&Ps. First thing I did was I threw an apex trigger in it.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can't make that
0: hinge trigger.
3: We can't make any modifications to it, which absolutely sucks so we just get it i
0: get it because i follow a lot of like shootings and all that yeah and that was the big thing that a lot of instructors that i follow and listen to their opinions and trust their opinion Mm -hmm. when uh what i say what was it san diego last christmas had that shooting in the mall Mm that ois and you look at the video Dude's running an M16A1 that they got from the government in the 80s with an ACOG running this thing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why would you ever think that this is what you want to use? A 20-inch barreled, like 1-in-12 twist with an ACOG at like 5 inches over the muzzle bore line. And think, this is what I want to use. Yeah, well, I think that's what it is, California does. Police <laughs> it is just—it's a travesty. I'm don't
3: don't understand. don't get us started on it because <laughs> we don't have enough time. We that. do not have enough time <laughs> for me to start bitching oh, I, about.
0: I get it. I really do.
3: We got the same goddamn uniform from
1: 1920. So <laughs> <laughs> back when you were clubbing black guys for fun, huh? Yeah, that's like, right.
3: Okay. Boy is yes, we're talking about. <laughs>
1: Okay, so
2: so
3: uh, solid a good
1: carb, carbon, right? Heart carbine that that, yep. that um, operates well is reliable, durable. You're familiar with it. Okay, now I've got my I've got my gun. I've got my pew pew.
0: Yes. So now what
1: am I focused on?
0: Next on that should be getting that carbine fully set up. Okay. So depending on your area, no nope, flat ass Kansas. I always tell people get a low powered variable optic like Mm -hmm. a one to six, one to eight, one to 10, something on those lines. And just because you have 10 X or eight X or six X does not mean you're trying to snipe someone. Yeah. So an instructor I wholeheartedly quote a lot is Chuck Pressburg, press check consulting. He put it this way because the state of Texas only allows 5x as a max for a patrol carbine for law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Say you have a shooter similar to the North Hollywood shootout. Mm. You may only have half that face as he's behind a vehicle mm. at 48 yards. Are you going to pull up a carbine with a red dot and take a four inch target? No. Or would you feel better? Throwing that lever to 6x to where you can physically see this dude's eye, Mm -hmm. yeah, and squeeze that shot off, yeah, and put lights out because you know you've seen he has a gun, he's already shot at people, he already has dudes in his line of sight. I remember that shootout, that was wild, yeah. That comes a point you have to turn the lights off on that dude, Mm -hmm. so but glass quality is a real thing. I see most Mm -hmm. people, they're like, Well, I need a red dot. Well, why you, you, well, I'm only planning on shooting hundred yards, but can you identify a target at hundred yards? Mm-hmm. That's one thing if they're shooting at you and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. that's a bad guy. Yeah. But you see five dudes coming out of a tree line or coming out of a building.
4: Difficult
0: are you going to have the positive identification to look at that and say, Oh, that's right. five heavily armed dudes who have bags full of stuff, whatever. Guns, M4s, or is it a man with a wife and two teenage kids? Right. That's coming at at hundred yards. Right. Enough for you to take a shot. Because mm-hmm. if society collapses, one, I don't want to find myself in close quarters battle all the time. Yeah. If if right. I have the ability to take five hundred yard shots, I'm gonna take it.
4: Right.
3: I, I don't
0: want see? them any closer to me because if they can see me, they can hit me. Mm-hmm. I want to try to get them outside of that. That's why some of the ones you can't see them on this camera here. I have a Remington mm-hmm. 700 up here that has hit 1400 yards.
1: Mm-hmm. You've seen me pitch it.
0: Range mm-hmm. to do it out here. Yeah. yeah well, right. why would I wait for someone to get within hundred yards when I can? send around either,
4: yeah.
0: either or harassment and interdiction that is a real thing mm-hmm. you look at The Walking Dead and I even brought up in the video me and my buddy did as a rebuttal to your guys' zombie video mm-hmm. is you had Woodbury and mm-hmm. was it season 2, season 3, somewhere in there season, yeah. I think yeah, season three, 2 season 3 of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. well they sent half their group in there to Woodbury And almost didn't make it out. Yeah. You mean to tell me you can't take two guys and two teams of two and put them at either end of Woodbury and just start taking pot shots? You'll Mm -hmm. you'll demoralize Mm -hmm. anyone at that, even if you don't hit them. People aren't going to want to walk around freely. Right. You've you've now inconvenienced them and made that siege warfare mentality. Mm -hmm. Right. And either A, they're sending patrols out to try to find you. So you've now cut resources down. Mm-hmm. You've either hit someone or not. You've now taken medical supplies being used. Mm-hmm. You've demoralized people because now they don't feel safe. It's a good way to deal with that. Yeah. So, and it all comes down to magnification.
4: Right. Okay.
0: If you can't see it, you can't deal with it. Right, And I'm not going to trust a red dot to get me the distance I need. If everything's like Fallujah, cross the street, whatever, that's one thing. A red dot may be for you. But too many people have looked at this for the last 20 years and said red dots are king. Mm -hmm. And they just buy red dots. And another thing I, I will say is money goes a long ways with some of these. You can buy a top of the line red dot right now. The Aimpoint point T2 is probably the best red dot you can get on the market,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and they're about eight nine hundred dollars.
4: Yeah, you're you're yeah. in that's a, a tax cheap, stamp, dude.
0: <laughs> not my tax stamp, but you're uh yeah. not even at a high end, you're barely scratching. The mid-level LPVO at eleven hundred, and that's Jeez. not an even including a mount. <laughs> so one of the LPVOS that I run is the Razor HD Gen Three One to Ten by Vortex. It's twenty five hundred dollars mm. before a mount. Jeez. My mount's three hundred dollars. So you're talking twenty eight hundred dollars to get glass on a scope on a mm. rifle. <laughs> well, you you can outfit multiple rifles with the most top of the line red dot on the market today yeah. for the price of that right yeah you could have a full high-end weapon setup for under that cost yeah but it also comes down to what's your environment
1: sure mm-hmm. and that makes a lot of sense too because um i don't even have a carbine i have a 300 blackout it's an ar pistol right that's my the old street sweeper you know what i mean like that's that's four <laughs> yeah. door to door that's basically yeah. and that's kind of what the idea i had behind it because of where we're at right now um not to say i wouldn't want something like that for longer distance uh i mean my wife has a uh she has the ruger precision rifle the six millimeter creedmoor she can outshoot me fucking any day, but because <laughs> um, she's like, I want a sniper rifle. And I was like, well,
0: honey, let's get you one.
2: Um, you know, we were taking this shit back. <laughs> you saw our shoot. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like,
0: damn it. You know? Personally, though, I like the six millimeter Creedmoor, but I would have gone with a 6.5 Creedmoor or a 308 just because I can go to almost any store and pick up 6.5 Creedmoor. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we. Have I can seen pick that. up
0: 308 almost anywhere. Yeah, However, you, you're kind of limited on where you can find six millimeter Creedmoor.
3: Yeah, right. no, and when it comes to precision weapons,
0: every single one's different. For when hmm. I bought my Remington 700 PCR, I spent probably four hundred dollars just on different ammunition types, mm-hmm. and was shooting groups just to see which one the rifle liked, mm-hmm. and then. I found that round and I stockpiled the hell out of it.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. So Very you're sense. talking about stockpiling rounds. What is an appropriate number of stockpiled rounds?
4: So, infinite. <laughs> well, real
0: <Well>, ideally <laughs> infinite. However, what I like to do is keep all my calibers one, the same. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I, I run six, five, Creedmoor five, five, six, and nine mil.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Note, I have some twelve gauge for like breaching doors, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I got my hunting loads out of my twenty gauge that I like. But for the most part, six five more five five six, nine mil. That's it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm not getting 4570. I'm not getting 45 ACP. I'm not getting seven six two thirty nine, three hundred blackout because that's all calibers now that you have to stockpile. Same thing. Yeah. The one thing I like about ARs, they all take the same magazine. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So any and all of my AR-15s take the same mags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a group dynamic, you have to think about that. You don't want to be like, hey, uh, we're sending rounds down range to either cover and move or trying to close in on an enemy, quote unquote. And someone's running an AK and they're like, Hey, I only got two mags or 60 rounds. You go first. And you're like, <laughs> sucks to suck. Hope you got a pistol. Yeah. yeah. Or, first. or they're running, say a Steyr Aug, but they didn't get the NATO version that has the AR hmm. mag. So they have the old translucent ones from the seventies. And yeah. you're like, here's three mags. You can toss them and you find them behind a rock trying to unclick all the rounds off the magazines, you toss them to <laughs> click them nope. into their mags. Cause they right. don't interface. Yeah. So yeah. in your group, that's something you have to set as a standard or mm. else people with the freedom to do it. They will, you'll have yeah. people, Oh, I, I'm running a 300 blackout. Well, hey, I don't want you. I don't want you anywhere near my guns because if you drop, a 300 black in my ammo can and I miss it I've now turned my rifle into a pipe bomb yeah yeah and I, and 15, I don't want that yeah or 762 by 39 or any of these intermediate cartridges because now you've just introduced problems mm-hmm. yeah it's just too easy to say no you you will have this caliber you will have this type of firearm Everyone can set up their carbine differently, but it will be 5.56, and it will be a standard AR-15 lower.
4: Yeah, You want to set it
0: up for more precision or any like these others. I have all different types. Go for it. Mm. But outside of that, it will run these calibers and these mags. Same thing. We me and my buddy and all in our group, we went through several different handguns. The Mm. one we finally kind of settled on was the Glock. Hell yeah. Glocks, I carry Glock 17 because my hands are too big for a Glock 19. My buddy, he sent his Glock 17 off to agency to get cut, Mm. and it has a 19 frame, so he can run 19 mags or 17 mags. Mm. And 60% of all law enforcement in this country run a Glock 17. Any mm-hmm. product that comes to the market for handguns will undoubtedly come for Glock first. Mm-hmm. Mm. So any slates, any optics, <laughs> oh, any shit. new night sights, whatever, <laughs> Glock is getting them first. That's right.
2: <clears throat> Call Darren. Well, I apologize. Okay no never (laughs) never to my twin never Um,
3: he can suck it i know he's listening
1: yeah that's so funny because that's um with the exception of like for it will kind of transition firearms into actually supplies but as far as my firearms go like okay i mentioned i had the 300 blackout that's mine Right. But then my wife has an FX nine, which is an AR pistol, but it's chambered in nine millimeter because it's easier for her. Um, And that thing shoots straight as dick, man. It's crazy. But it it takes Glock 19 mags, Mm -hmm. right? The most amount of ammunition that we have in in our house is nine millimeter because Mm -hmm. both of our pistols are nine mil and her AR pistol is nine mil. Yeah. So objectively, I've always said, um, to my wife because we've had these conversations about uh you know survival and things like that if something did go wrong like my objective is to prolong your life and -hmm. our son's life as long as i possibly can yeah which i may run out of ammunition but hopefully you will not right yeah and um especially when
0: are you stockpiling hollow points at all
1: um, we only run hollow points in our everyday carries, everything else is FMJs. So, yeah, I'm gonna get running Sean a right
0: PCC now. like that, you, <laughs> you have to remember you need the expansion of the round. Mm-hmm. There was a guy I can't remember his name, but he was a fugitive, he ran from U.S. Marshal, the Fugitive Task Force. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he pulled a gun on them, and they end up shooting them, and nope, they run like gold dots, spear gold dots, which is mm-hmm. what I carry. And he ended up surviving the whole thing, but he got hit several times, and he's like, yeah, I felt felt it, and he kept making a run for it, and then he ended up getting hit by a 5.56. Five, and it was at that moment he said, he's like, damn, some shit <laughs> is broken, and I'm gonna die. God, and no. that's when he decided that he was done. He's like, I'm. Yeah. I'm giving up. So you need to have that expansion. If not, that nine mil is going to punch right through, mm-hmm. and you're you're just basically ice ice picking. Yeah. Anyone with right. it, right. you need to break the chassis to be able to stop them for that moment and finish it. You look at guys were running in Somalia back in the '90s with MP5s. Most oh, of them, they only did it once, guns. and then they swapped because. <laughs> Still, my favorite gun. I don't care. An MP5 <laughs> at a hundred yards, you're basically throwing that bullet at them. It has yeah. like no velocity left.
1: Yeah, you see it in Call of Duty all the time. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, see, and that's why that's why my home defense shotgun. My last round is Dragon's Breath. I figure if if you can get past everything. And my last resort is dragon's breath, and that doesn't stop you. I I got whatever I've whatever's coming. I deserve. I've earned it. I've earned
0: it. You you might as well just pick up a flamethrower at that moment and just <laughs> yeah. burn it all down.
1: Burn it all. I watch it all burn. Um. Okay. So we got we got the carbine. <clears throat> Boom. It's set up. Optics. Rounds. Mags. Now I'm looking at. Okay. I need supplies. What's the yep. first thing? Is it food? Is it water? Is it weed?
0: What would I, what would be the first thing that I would grab? Yes. I mean, first off, here in the state of Kansas, weed is still illegal. We're not gonna skip over that.
3: <laughs>
4: Thank you. <laughs> Thank
3: you, Wild Bill.
0: Oh, re- re- regardless, you're here. So my it. on it in the state of Kansas here, it is still illegal. Another thing to mention with that is on a 4473 when you fill out to buy a firearm, it asks, are you a unlawful user of alcohol or Marijuana. Yes. And then in parentheses, it says, regardless of state law, it is still federally illegal. Um, If you put that down, you are now denied. Do not pass (laughs) code. Do not collect $200. You do not walk out the store with your firearm. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: you just lie. Yeah, you just lie. Like the rest (laughs) of
0: us. (laughs) Just don't get caught doing that because that's an even worse penalty. But that's something to think about. Missouri just passed theirs. It is now lawful to smoke it recreationally, but you do need to keep that in mind Mm -hmm. because say you do get pulled over or whatever, and you do have a firearm, those penalties still do apply.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: I do believe that there are medical reasons for it, but that is something you need to keep in mind, especially in prepping. Mm-hmm. You have stuff in your vehicle. You're transporting it back and forth. It's an easy way to get hemmed up. Mm. Food, when you get into that, stay away from your MREs. There's a lot of hype in the prepping community. You need MREs. Mm-hmm. You can buy cans of tomato soup for like a dollar nineteen.
4: Yeah.
0: And yeah, they have a date on them, but they're pretty much indefinitely. Yeah. Going back to, yeah. like I mentioned earlier about Vietnam, they didn't always have MREs. They used to have mm-hmm. sea rats, which are canned rations. Yeah. Something when you make a bag, go bag, bug up bag, assault pack, what do you even want to call it? You can take socks because mm. you should have multiple pairs of socks because your feet are grossly important.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You take your socks and you can slide cans down them mm. and put them in your pack and they hold pretty tight, and they don't rattle Mm. because silence and quiet is what you want. Mm. You don't want to sound like a 1960s Ford going down a dirt road. (laughs) (laughs) My
2: my ankles and knees will give me away before any of that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, one
0: of the youngest
3: guys here complaining about his knees and ankles. Jesus.
2: Yeah, dude. We have a hard life, man. Fucking see me on the
3: mat, dude. I'll see you, you on the map anytime. Okay. Threaten me with a good time. Oh. Guys,
1: we're on the oh. same team for the most. Unless Dude, everything almost wrist lock goes you just now. <laughs> Dirty move. Hey. Unless everything. As long as when
0: they go at at least someone plays Batista's intro. <laughs> Either Batista, Triple H, <laughs> or. You hear that. Yeah, no, you're going to hear that, that no, cold
2: glass break, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so those are some interesting. see this is why i love talking to you man because that's shit i don't even fucking think about like now in 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 the the food <laughs> supply that we have right it's 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 uh good for 25 years um but it's a it's a month supply now it's a month supply for one person mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. granted there's three of us obviously that would cut the ration down by a lot mm-hmm. um But we got that from one of our affiliates, right? My Patriot Supply. And that was just something when, especially when everything was getting crazy, I'm like, we got to have something. And this is something that I didn't think about until it happened just recently. So there was uh, one night I had came home from work and my wife, because we live in an apartment, she was like, hey, the water's off. And I was like, did they email, call you, something like that? She's like, no, just the water's off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, um, we filter our our tap water with the Alexa Pro Pure water filter system that we have. Jeez. Right, filters out fluoride. It's also, an affiliate. also an affiliate. yeah. My buddy settled down. Pro Pure. Yeah, it's it's delicious. You I get it? Feel You're it. rich. Fine. We can. I can feel my pineal <laughs> gland just decalcifying with every sip. But my point to that was like we didn't we were gonna uh, we were gonna make spaghetti that night that's like all we had that night because we were going grocery shopping the next day we always buy food for just one week because we eat a certain way it's expensive this is how we do it mm-hmm. um of course we get you know a couple extra things here and there especially canned goods like bill was saying like i we always buy a couple extra canned goods. fucking i could be 30 years old if i'm hungry enough i'm gonna fucking eat it so
2: 100
1: dude <clears throat> but we were like oh shit i can't even boil fucking water right now because our computer was empty
2: oh no you don't have any off yeah
1: so there's no way for me to get water unless we go buy it so i was like okay well so then that night we just went out to dinner and i was i told my wife i said nicole we should probably start buying fucking water like just a jug of water so we have about 12 gallons of spring water now Mm -hmm. just um in our spare bathroom yeah, that i'm sure totally. anybody that walks into our house is like what the fuck i'm like oh, oh that's yeah that's just that's just the battery acid for when we fucking yeah kill people. no
2: right here in our right here in the office over in the corner here right next to our freezer is just boxes of dry food and then we have cans and cans and cans and then we have uh you know like the cases of of ramen and then we have gallons and gallons of water yeah yeah.
3: i'd already talked about that was like my one of my main things is water you gotta have some water supply because it once the the grid goes down you know you You see if you could put a sneaky well out in the back well the one good don't put a
1: pump on it just don't tell the government or don't put a meter on it i'm sorry don't put a meter on it
3: so that's like a super hot topic right now in california is the is the wells Mm -hmm. because my my brother-in-law who lives we talk about getting away from the city i live pretty far away from the city i'm, I'm up a, up always but he is in the sticks i mean he is way far away and he has a well and
2: not not a well just a little hand pump no 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 it's 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 not as hard to install as you think and they make plenty of kits to do it and you start pumping with your hand and the water comes out and it's clean and it's fresh yeah I've well i've water. watched, me, I have countless, I've watched countless videos yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
0: I have a farm <laughs> pond so I have access to fish, there you go. And water that just mm-hmm. needs to be filtered. Yeah. And going to what big country is talking about. No, um you can get like a 36 pack of bottled water yeah. for like 5 bucks. Yeah. But in dire situations if you absolutely need water, one thing you can't do, it's going to sound gross. PP. Nope. Back to your toilet. Tank oh, water. yeah, yeah. you yeah. take the lid off the back of the tank it, it's clean water it's tap water it's just yeah. sitting in a bin it hasn't gone into the toilet yet yep you can pull that out and boil it
4: mm-hmm. yep and well
0: and, and that- usually most toilets have like five gallons in there
1: yeah no yep. I think you need- we talked about this too on the, the episode that we did talking about like the apocalypse and stuff like that. And I've always said this and bill, you know, way more than I do about it. And I would never, I don't even consider myself a prepper. I just have some stuff that like in case, you know, like I can make it to Thursday, you know what I mean? <laughs> but cause I was, dude, it was Tuesday and I was fucked cause we ran out of water. I was like, I guess we got to go buy dinner tonight. Yeah, I guess we're um, dead. <laughs> but I've always said like, if something happened, and We didn't know what was going on, and of course, like I'm talking about my situation right now. I live in an apartment, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing that I would tell my wife to do is go fill up a tub if Are you that up- was even still an option. Yep.
2: Are you upstairs or downstairs?
1: I'm in the bottom floor. Okay. <clears throat> I would say fill up the tub. Is is that would that be a, a smart like if I'm stuck where I'm at? Yes.
0: Yeah, like, so in the video that was a rebuttal to your guys' episode. I believe it was, it might have been my video I did called The Thirst Trap, was (laughs) uh, they make, essentially it's a bag that is shaped like a tub because they're all about the same, and Mm. it has a valve on the top. So you put that in there and you fill it up. That way you can seal it. You don't have to worry about insects. You don't have to worry about the humidity. You don't have to worry about a toddler deciding to stick their hands in it. Pubes. It's sealed, yeah. And you have like fifty-five gallons of water. So yeah, if you feel like things are going bad, and like, oh no, yeah, things are dropping out of the sky. You see, riding in the streets, and you still have water. Absolutely. If getting out of the city is not an option, by all means, go to the closet. Go to wherever you have this thing. Mm-hmm. Unroll it out put it in the tub, fill it up, Hmm. drop. I'll have to look at the thing. I have it written down there. I want to say per gallon, you can have one drop of bleach. So 55 gallons, 55 drops of bleach and it is safe to drink Mm -hmm. and will kill anything in that water.
4: Mm.
0: So everyone likes to talk about red Dawn. Mm -hmm. I don't see red Dawn as, Ever a possibility in this country? Mm-hmm. We are too isolated. No nation has the ability logistically to even make it here. It say China, because that's the big thing nowadays. China decides they want to invade the U.S. Guess what? They have to establish a beachhead, mm-hmm. and they have to be able to hold it. Yeah, they might they, they take California can't. pretty quick.
3: Bring negative, negative.
0: I can't. You have. Can't peddleton yeah. yeah right yeah there? you can't brian well, dude you've got
1: you you've have got army generals wearing fucking dog masks now
2: dude most know. of those assholes are in dc okay so fucking give us a break there's saying. people here willing to stay and fight okay? i'm not saying
0: that they're all you ran
3: you ran, know, you, you, know, ran. I you, ran. Was, you left I did well, us. The the hills.
0: Hills. hey i don't blame them for abandoning california
3: hey wild bill's on point though because the west coast is very heavily fortified with naval bases, military bases all up and down the whole whole western seaboard from Washington all the way down to but California. Not
2: just from the coast, that shit goes all the way back out into the desert.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you need to have ports in order mm-hmm. to offload equipment. Not everyone has relied as heavily as the United States because everywhere we fight, we have to bring shit. Yeah. You look at the entire europe world war 1 world war 2 um ukraine now mm-hmm. all that it, it's always been localized they've never had to worry about heavy transport right <clears throat> so like our c141 c5 galaxies c17s all those heavy transport aircraft we have mm-hmm. russia only has 9 yeah. planes <laughs> You, I mean, what are you, what are you gonna do? You yeah. you have to land supplies. You can't just yeah. drop an airborne unit in to say Kansas or Alaska, which would mm-hmm. honestly be the best chance for them. Yeah, would be that's Alaska, place Kansas, though. I would, say and not a good. You would start. have to p- pair drop them in. You got to supply them. You got to get yeah. them reinforcements. You have to get them food. You have to get them fuel. You have to get them tanks you only have nine aircraft that are capable of even crossing to get them there.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And how quick do you think those things are going to get shot down?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So no one has the ability to, but you look at places like Beirut and all that have had heavy fighting in the past Mm -hmm. with explosions and bombings, the water lines and the sewage lines, get broken underground
4: Mm -hmm.
0: well in the book inside delta force by eric haney he talks about it and one of the guys that he was friends with got up in the middle of the night just felt thirsty turned on without even thinking turned on the water faucet to his apartment drank a glass of water well the sewage lines and all seeped into the Regular water lines got dysentery. Uh, <laughs> dysentery will absolutely kill you. Hi, yeah, I'm a here. We've all, jackass. We've all so, played Oregon
2: Trail. This shit is no joke.
0: Yep. Yeah, so if you don't have water stored, you now have to absolutely filter it, mm-hmm. whether it be a propure, whether it be a sawyer, whether it be a canadine, mm-hmm. whether it be hot water whether it be charcoal, whatever, you have to filter yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. that takes time. Yeah,
2: long time. And it um, clean. It, yeah.
0: it takes up space as well. So yeah. absolutely filling up and storing the water is your best bet. You can go to Walmart or any of these others, get those old-fashioned five-gallon jugs, Yeah, fill them with water, drop chlor tabs in them
4: mm-hmm.
0: and iodine tabs, seal them, and then, if, even if you don't drink it,
4: mm-hmm.
0: dump it out in, say, three months, three years, whatever, fill them again. Yeah. You can get uh, gallon containers by Ozark, Ozarka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're like a, a $1.50 for a yeah. gallon of water yeah. that are sealed from the factory. You can store those in a corner,
4: mm-hmm.
0: but at least you have it. Yeah. And it allows you to also cook. So one of the big things I tout a lot is Idahoan instant mashed potatoes.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: A dollar like eight a bag. Super
4: cheap. Yep.
0: All yep. you have to do add two cups of water.
4: Yep. And, and they're and fucking delicious. <laughs> mashed,
0: mashed potatoes are filling. Yeah. They have all the nutrients you could ever need. You can Survive indefinitely off of just mashed potatoes, and you can get all the nutrients you need.
1: You know, I don't know a child look at the Irish. Look at the Irish. Yeah. I don't know a child
0: <laughs> on this planet who doesn't eat mashed potatoes.
2: I know two of them. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if they got fucking hungry, they would eat some mashed potatoes.
0: Yeah. You can doctor them up. Another thing, uh, generator or and deep freeze. Mm. you can get uh, power supplies as well that are solar. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: So the uh, Delta 5 Pro by EcoFlow, it's like an inverter solar panel to it. Mm -hmm. And you could run a deep freeze for 24 hours off of it. No, if you don't get into a deep freeze a lot, you can go three days Mm -hmm. with no power and it'll still stay cold. Yeah. So you could even have your EcoFlow run it for a day have it shut off recharge the thing in two hours just but just let it set yeah the next day plug it back in it's still going to be cold
2: yeah uh-huh. yeah as long as that freezer's not open it's everything's gonna yep. stay cold for
1: a long time exactly yeah i know Man. i know when we lived in california and we would have rolling blackouts you know, where the power to go out. My mom would be like, yep. don't open the fridge. And we're like, okay, shit, fuck. my <laughs> family
0: did it as well. Um, in 2002, we had a severe ice storm out here. My family was out power for like nine days. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily it was cold. So all the basic stuff we were using like milk and all that, we just put it on the deck. because yeah. It was cold,
4: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, uh, one of the big things that I've been stockpiling lately is hot dogs. Yeah, buy a pack of eight dogs for a dollar forty-eight. I think is what I paid the other day. Yeah, for eight dogs, you can cut them up. You can throw them in a stew, a soup. Put them, you put can them in those mashed them, potatoes. Throw them in mashed potatoes. You can throw them in ramen. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Call it. Grill dog them. Mash. Boil them. Whatever. Yeah, you have them, and it's it's meat. It'll help. Yep. It's not the healthiest, but it'll at least get you another day.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, it,
1: like we're talking about like collapse of civilization as we know it.
0: Yes. I don't
1: think I'm like. Is that gluten free? I don't know. I don't know I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> like I know what gluten does in my tummy. You know what I mean? Saying I'm, I'm, not, I'm not pooping on that because that's that's no, what no, no. Eat all the time. But, it's but like yeah. that it takes came down time to, it, I'm to it.
0: get that mindset though into. Yeah. I don't care. I'm hungry. Most people that I know have stated that society is really only three meals away from total anarchy.
4: Mm.
0: So you think about that. You you go about the first day, if you want to count all three meals, you can, Mm. or you can even do like, say one meal a day. Yeah. How long do you have to listen to your children say, dad, I'm hungry. And you have nothing in your house before you're willing to do whatever it is necessary to get your child food.
4: Hundred yep. percent. And
0: that, and now make everyone else that you know in that same mindset. And it doesn't yeah. take much to imagine that society will absolutely collapse.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Um, you know, I would say recently more so because i have three kids is why we got the deep freezer why we started freezing meat why we got a generator and we stock up gas and ammo and all that stuff you know what i mean um because you're right once once the people you take care of don't feel like you can take care of them then that's it you know what i mean um so and and I, i would say that's a pretty fair estimate three meals yeah, yeah, well,
1: interestingly enough, this is a statistic that I remember from my AP US history course, that something my teacher said that stuck with me, and it and it it didn't make sense at the time, probably because I wasn't a father, but um, a lot of people did not realize that during the Great Depression, a lot of bastard children came out of that. Mm-hmm. Not because the men died, because psychologically, as a father, they couldn't handle watching their their wife and their kids go without Mm. so they left and they went to do their own thing now that might seem really harsh if you listen to that like i can't handle this so i'm out but psychologically there's an aspect to that so you're you're right bill about the time my son looks at me and likes okay worst case scenario societal collapse and he says dad i'm hungry like dude i'm 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 sawing someone's head off with a butter knife <laughs> to make sure Storm Shadow's yeah. got a meal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not yeah. to sound like a psychopath. That's just that's what it is. Like that's back to that primal that, you know, boy, we've talked about that primal yeah. instinct of of all, not just men, but all human beings we have. Yeah. Um, to to make sure, especially when there's kin involved, that they will have before they go without. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um yeah. And-, and not to take it off too much into the weeds, but to go even farther into what you were just talking about. If you listen to Yuri Bezmenov, I'm sure you will both know who Yuri Bezmenov is, KGB the, defector. Uh, he is talked about one of... And we infiltrate
1: society <laughs> and the universities, and we turn every boy yep. into girl, and it, they cut out. But one of the things he
0: mentions is one of the reasons why he couldn't mentally bring himself against the United States was during the second world war when he was a young boy. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: How can you tell a young boy who was hungry and he drank condensed milk that was sweet from the United States? He was eating spam that said made in the United States Mm -hmm. to now turn around and say, no, that's your enemy. You need to hate that guy. Yeah. When, he remembers being hungry as a young child Mm -hmm. and the United States sent him food and he was able to eat and he was no longer hungry. Yeah. So going into that, yeah, you've now gone from governments, but you still recall you were hungry and your father gave you a meal. Yeah. He did what was necessary and made sure you had something to eat. So going into that, it absolutely is that aspect. And you yourself don't want to see your children hungry. So Mm -hmm. you will do what is necessary, even if that means killing another person. Yeah. In order to ensure your children survive.
4: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so getting towards the end of the show here, uh, we've talked about a lot. Um, And. I want to get your take on this with with all the research that you've done and all the information that you've gathered and and the things that you do yourself to be prepared what do you think if you have an idea would be the most likely scenario that we could see a possibility of in the future pure speculation of course but
0: yeah pure pure speculation of course i foresee The How do I want to say this? That doesn't sound too out there. If you look back in history, most democracies in history have only lasted 250 years. No, Mm -hmm. we were not established as a democracy, but a constitutional republic. Mm -hmm. But since our founding, there has been a concerted effort to change us into a democracy.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And... We are well overdue for that collapse. You listen Mm -hmm. to Yuri Bezmenov talk about subversion and bringing about Marxism. You look at China and what they're doing and U.S. companies like Google assisting Mm -hmm. and the social credit score and all that. You read books like American Marxism by... I can't even think. Mark Levin. And it, it essentially is everything Yuri Bezmanov stated yeah, and, and how it applies to today. Mm-hmm. It's not going to take much for society to come to a head yeah. because like JFK said, those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. Right. Well, if you know what's happening and you refuse to let it happen, it's a powder keg. Yeah. The question is, who's going to be the one to throw the sparks Mm -hmm. and what side the government's going to take and what side the people are going to take. We saw all through COVID Mm -hmm. people willing to turn in their neighbor for not wearing a mask or (laughs) having more than four people. Yeah. I use, I remember as a child thinking, damn, who would call on aunt Frank, If you've ever read the book Ordinary Men Mm -hmm. by Charles Browning or Christopher Browning, that is a horrendous book Mm -hmm. on basically people's willingness to obey authority goes into the Milgram experiments. The shocking people? uh, That was a Milgram experiments, but that all come about because people said at Nuremberg Mm -hmm. that I was just following orders. Yeah. <laughs> and the Milgram experiments were, is that a logical response? Yeah. Well, Milgram's experiments determined that 66% of people would absolutely apply a lethal amount of voltage to someone simply because someone they perceive as an authority figure told them to. Damn. Yeah. I was, uh... If someone else was to, if the authority figure was to apply the voltage, and the other person just had to hold the unwilling participant down. Mm-hmm. Compliance went up to
1: 80%. Wow. Yeah, this so was so uh... you
0: can yeah, you can look at all of that and think, oh well, I'm gonna call the police on my neighbor because he has five people in his house <laughs> during COVID. One too many. And you now get into earlier, as I said about groups, you have to build these relationships now. Yeah. Because that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And you can already see politically, we are coming to a head. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was the Gallup poll, which is a pretty unbiased, neutral poll for the most mm-hmm. part, did a study, and over 25% of people in this country stated that they feel violence is the only way to bring this nation back from the brink
4: on both <clears throat> yeah. sides. Yeah.
0: Well, it doesn't take much. You have now a power void because we have a president who doesn't know where he is half the time. <laughs> well, you're not going to look to him for any sort of solidarity. Mm-hmm. You seem to see a divide happening in this nation politically from the inside.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You have a president making speeches that are pretty 1984-ish. Yeah. So who's going to fill that power vacuum?
2: Exactly.
0: Not going to be Russia. We've already seen the debacle that they can't even stomp out one of their own nations that they used to have because of corruption. hmm it's looking to be like China. China is spending more on defense than they ever have before. Yeah. They're getting into carriers
4: mm-hmm.
0: to try to deal with Pacific fighting because they realize they can't deal with beachheads. They don't have any sort of aircraft that can mm-hmm. handle a deep water mission. hmm you have the Chinese buying up property in the United States, yeah. buying politicians. So one communist nation through subversion, working on this nation that is already past due. Mm-hmm. If you look at historical accounts, it, it doesn't take much to believe that China can flip a switch on any technology. Yeah. Yeah. And cut it. We have cyber attacks happening. We have North Carolina, people going around shooting up substations and killing Mm, power. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't take much with our fragile system. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: I mean, think about, um, if someone took say a truck bomb, Oklahoma city style with ammonium nitrate to say a dam, In the West Coast, yeah. What's now happening to California's water supply? What's happening? Our water, they
2: already dump our water in the ocean and then call it a drought. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, but but you you, the entire West Coast like that? Yeah. Would you say say you're going to drink water or die?
3: Where where
2: as a nation would we be most vulnerable to attack? Would you say it's our power grid, our infrastructure, our supply chain? What what would what do you think would be the first thing to tank if say China got was able to get their hands on any of them and take one out at a time? What would be the first one to go?
0: Supply chain would definitely be the easiest mm-hmm. because we already get most of our products from them. Yeah. It's easy for them just to say, oops, we we had a delay, COVID happened, we had to shut down factories. Yeah. Now the United States is not getting the supplies they need that they relied on. Mm-hmm. We have exported so much of our infrastructure in manufacturing overseas. That takes time to spin up. Yeah. People talk about, oh, well, we got oil back or whatever. We, we told them we need to make more oil. That still takes time because you now have to drill it. You have to yeah. pump it. You have to send it to a refinery, which we only have two left yeah we've cut our oil reserves down
4: mm-hmm.
0: so that's a big one as well <clears throat> and then after that, it can be like dominoes falling,
4: yeah that's scary like i I'd,
0: <clears throat> I'd said earlier, a thirty kiloton warhead detonated in the upper atmosphere like three hundred miles, you would cut the entire Electrical grid? Yeah. Well, you cut the electrical grid. You've now fried computer systems. Mm -hmm. What industry industry do you know that is not heavily reliant on the internet or web or technology? All your dams for water Mm -hmm. run off computers. All your power plants run off communications lines. All your trucking.
2: Nope.
0: The only thing pretty much left would be GPS.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. it. Not to mention all the vehicles that would be down by it. Everyone's yep. weak-ass tex- Tesla would be toast. Um, <laughs> so, hey, you know, if there is a giant group patrolling around here, any warlords show up, I can fix your vehicles. So let my family and I live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm worthy. Well, I wanted to say this before we wrap the show, Um, that study that they did about the willingness of compliance by 66% of population when they know that what they're doing is harming another individual simply because an an authoritative figure gave them this, this order. It was recently brought up in a documentary my dad and I were watching when I was out there with them. Um, about chris and you probably remember this those those pay phone calls that were going into mcdonald's yeah mm-hmm. and they were telling people to like this chick's been accused of stealing 50 dollars, get naked yeah Stripe make her, her do out. jumping jacks slap her butt put your, yeah put your finger in her wild shit yeah <clears throat> crazy stuff right and they referenced that study that was done and i i couldn't Grasp, and maybe I'm not one of those 66 percenters, right? I was like, "Why don't you just hang up the fucking phone, dude?" Like you make hamburgers, exactly dude. what I said. Yeah, yeah, like, what that's exactly you what I about?
2: said. But that goes to show you the type of people that we're dealing with. I mean, dude, you remember that story that you were telling us about when you went to the grocery store to get eggs, right? And you didn't have a mask on, and then they were harassing you about you need to put a mask on. Nope. I just talked to the manager. I'm good. Well, I don't care what the manager, you know what I mean? Like it's because they are, they're assuming the role of an authority figure because they think that's what they want. Right. They're trying to appease who's ever above them. Um, I thought like the he was
1: going to get a phone. He was going to get a phone call from Fauci. I want to tell you yeah, a great job. By a good him to good, put his mask good on. job. Yeah. Good job. Uh,
2: I thought, I thought the same thing you did. Like, these managers that are getting these calls, first of all, once the guy goes, yeah, make them strip down, what person in their right mind goes, okay, hey, he says he wants you to strip down, right? I'd be like, what the fuck? And hang up the phone. I don't know how that's not a normal reaction. I can't fathom how that's not a normal reaction.
3: <laughs> there, nothing ceases to amaze me with the stupidity of the mass, right? I think individually, Absolutely. I think individually, if by your if you take people as a whole away from the group Mm -hmm. they can think for themselves but when you insert them in these massive population and everything gets force-fed into them and they just the stupidity of ourselves gets the best of us people are stupid there's (laughs) no free thinking left in this world there's people that the common sense is out the window it really is um you know i see stupid things every single day that simply amazes me (laughs) about our population but yeah that's a whole nother topic
0: that's something stalin referred to as useful idiots
4: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we found them they're and, they the, were all and as yuri
0: bezmanov yeah. said those are the same people that when the collective gets together and ushers in the communist utopia the communist utopia is going to squash them like a cockroach hmm
3: yeah they're gonna help them right. help them swing the tide, and then they'll be the first to be turned upon. Yeah,
2: well, yep. that's that's the that's the other thing is <clears throat> maybe it's just me because I'm a bit of an optimist, but when you say like people like that will help them turn the tide, I don't know if they're smart enough to help them turn the tide. And I'll, and I would I would venture to say that the vast majority of those useful idiots have never been punched in the fucking face before. You're right. <laughs> You're so once violence happens they're going to lose their shit you know what i mean yeah i think that a force like communism is something that people will you know align with because they think that it's going to be bigger it's going to win you know and then the people who are like fuck that and fight their ass off you know 1776 all over again yeah it can be done and i think it will be done again no yeah.
1: <clears throat> well,
0: that's just the one thing. That I ever think made the sense. political propaganda machine will not mm-hmm. allow it to happen. You don't think so? so? Back then, you had um, Henry, yeah, stated, Stand your ground: do not fire unless fired upon. But if they mean to have a war, let it begin here." Yeah, which was shot heard around the world. Nowadays, you look and perfect example. Look at the brother of the las vegas shooter mm-hmm. said no that wasn't my brother who did that he had no means of doing it and stated reasons why yeah. next thing you know they found 40 terabytes of kitty porn on a windows 95 yeah i recall <laughs> a windows 95 yeah i thought 500 megabytes of ram i was, yeah, was like living mass. i was living the high life
2: yeah, he's just got floppy. And now somehow,
0: yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Come on. I saw yeah. someone had a Windows 95, and it was on either Instagram or whatever, their little reels. He yeah. had a Windows 95, and he was going to put XP Windows <laughs> on it. Ooh. And you big dummy. He, look, he looked, and it was something like 800 floppy disks. Yeah. That he had to surf through just to get this upload. Yeah. And now somehow... This guy, after he says, no, nah, the government's behind this, mm-hmm. we found 40 terabytes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but I think in a situation where it's going to get to a point where they can't do that to everybody. Uh, yeah. I think people have already lost faith in the DOJ. People have already lost faith in, uh, obviously, this administration. And people have lost faith in both parties. Um mm-hmm. I I think the media makes it seem like once and it depends, obviously, what side you're on, the media will make it seem like one side is winning over the other. I think they're both losing. I think at this point in time, the vast majority of Americans, the only reason they vote for a D or an R is because for the most part, that's the only two choices we have. But I think especially in the last two years, a lot of people have decided, fuck both of these sides. We need to find someone that has more of a median because it's kind of they're wiping out that that fine middle line that that this country used to have for both sides. Right. If you're a moderate Democrat, you're pretty close to a moderate Republican. Now, it's so far apart that I think people are kind of walking away from that typical mindset of, well, if I'm a Republican, I have to be an ultra right wing conservative or if I'm a Democrat, I have to be an ultra left wing liberal. You know what I mean? Um, but that's like I said, I'm I'm thinking optimistically. I don't know if that's 100 percent true, but I would like to believe
1: it is. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad interpretation of that. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. And it, it, this is uh, I've, I've had this conversation too, and we'll wrap the show right here with with, with um, my parents recently when I was over there. That that uh, you know, I've lost faith. In not just both sides, but all of it, right? Yeah. I've stated before on the show, like I'm—I don't vote anymore on do any of that. You do? But you I think, just don't know it. I th- well, <laughs> I, they count like, your ballot. <laughs> yeah, whether I vote or not, they count. It. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the best, because, because uh, you know, the the argument against, okay, if we don't vote, then what do we do? Just if you can separate yourself from their mm-hmm. system, that's the best thing you can do. Grow yeah. your own food. Prepare. Join a group get like-minded people pretend that pretend that system doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. And it has less power over you. But I wanted to say this about, you know, the, 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 the right and the left. Um, Cause a lot of people are really excited about Trump coming in 2024, stuff like that. I said, well, listen, we've said before I'd take him over Biden. Of course I would mm-hmm. I'd take a box of cereal over Biden though. But, <laughs> You have to ask yourself this question. If you believe there's going to be like this red wave that's going to come and save us, then ask yourself why there's not one article of impeachment against this current president by anybody on the right. Not mm-hmm. one.
4: They made a lot of promises be, about
1: yeah, this, bringing I, in articles of impeachment. I, I think that's your answer right there. Yeah. And I'm not blaming that side. I'm just saying that's why I don't have faith in them. Yeah. Marjorie
0: Taylor Greene has filed articles of impeachment every quarter against Biden since uh, she. Yeah, yeah, she's
1: a she's a special human being, though she is. Yeah, yeah, that's Um, a different breed. (laughs) But um, by the way, why is the only picture they can show us of Stephen Paddock this one? (laughs) Why is that the only photo they have of that guy? They're like, here's the shooter. (laughs) Like that's the guy. You sure? Anyway, humiliation
0: could Bill, be worse. Is, they could be showing them all with FBI apparel on.
1: That's true. And his polo. His FBI yep. issued a polo. Um, well, shit, Bill, this was, this was a lot of fun, man. We'll go ahead and wrap the show here. This was a lot of great information, things that I know that I've never even thought about. And I'm like, I got food store. I'm ready. So um, <laughs> this was cool, man. Where, where can people follow you? Uh, you said you have a, a show starting soon.
0: Um, yes, yeah, so... Some of my older stuff you can find on the Kansas Irregulars on YouTube. I'll still keep those videos up, but I'm probably not going to make any more. Maybe one or two here later. But I'm starting a new podcast called the Intellectual Survival and in Conspiracies. Oh. So hopefully here shortly we can do some more on that. Swapcast? I really kind of started the whole thing on conspiracies, more so government-based ones. Like MK Ultra and all that. And the big one for me is the fact that we left POWs in Vietnam after the war. Mm. And some of these books you can read and they reference it. And it's pretty scary Shit. thinking about that from your own government. But those are the two right now. Like I said, hopefully that podcast will be starting up here shortly. Hell yeah. That awesome. way be able to bring more long form content to people yeah. and not try to squeeze all the information in a short clip that people seem to want.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, that's cool, man. Um, we'll definitely keep those linked in the episode description when this comes out, Chris and boy, do you have anything else for you, Ian, tonight?
2: No, man, this was good stuff. I look forward to uh, doing swap cast and uh, talking some more about this. This stuff is, is interesting, you know, when I was a little chubby little teenager watching uh, watching preppers on TV. And I would sit there in my bedroom and be like, that bitch is going to die. <laughs> you
3: know? Nope. We appreciate your time. Good info. And uh, look forward to the next time we get to talk to you, Mr. Wild Bill. Hell
1: yeah. Absolutely. Cool, man. Um, so that's it for this episode of Whiskey Beer and Conspiracy Podcast. Um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.